Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fourth Stringfellow picked up acting his freshman year at Spruce Creek High School. Now, the 20-year-old Daytona State College student says there hasn't been a month since graduating from high school that he hasn't been involved in a play. He stars as Jesus in the upcoming musical Godspell, opening this weekend at the Museum of Arts and Sciences in Daytona Beach. The show features 10 performers as well as a band on stage. Here's a sample of one of its songs. Daytona Beach News Journal Entertainment Editor Austin Fuller, and this is Coastal Creators, a new podcast showcasing the artists, musicians, and actors driving the arts and entertainment scene in Volusia and Flagler counties. I recently sat down with Stringfellow to talk about preparing for the role of Jesus, how he got into performing, and his hopes as a young actor. I hope you enjoy. You're uh, playing the lead role of Jesus in uh, Godspell opening this weekend at the Museum of Arts and Sciences. Uh, tell me a little bit about playing Jesus. What 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 is that role like? Um, very daunting, considering uh, the massive popularity of that character or that person. Um, I'm not personally a very religious person, um, which maybe uh, on the outset was kind of scary going into. Uh, a musical that is basically focused on the gospel of, of St. Matthew and uh, the passion story. Um, but I found that my own method of discovery was rehearsing and discovering these parables and the lessons that Jesus would teach his disciples. And from there, kind of deciding who I thought Jesus was. Because everyone kind of has their interpretation of who Jesus was. Um and I feel like his, my interpretation is very close to my heart, and I can empathize with this character that I've never met or never studied in school because um, I was just never immersed in that kind of world. But it's it's, it's honestly been daunting, and, but honestly very rewarding. You uh, mentioned some parables you went at, uh, we looked at to prepare for the role. Any standout or any uh, particular story or thing you looked at in preparing? Or? Stand out to me the most? Hmm... The seed parable, honestly. Um, the seed represents the word of God, and there's four different uh, scenarios in which the seed falls along the footpath, the rock, the weeds, um, and a good soil. And it just it, sh- it just represents humanity in such a simple way, in such a simple um, analog. 
um, with this seed being able to grow in only a certain place, the good soil that is the good intentions and the faith of, of each individual's person. So if you're, if you're a seed that falls along a rock, you're not going to have roots to keep the word of God. But if you are a seed that falls along good soil, you have that foundation and you're able to grow and prosper through the word of God. So just a simple analogy like that, it just really stood out to me, honestly. And this is a musical uh, with Jesus in modern times. Yeah. What's that like? Um, Not as crazy as you'd think. There's a lot of room for variability in this musical. I've heard interpretations where they do like post-apocalyptic, where they do sci-fi, steampunk. It's kind of one of those things where this this story in in, in its in its core is is so universal to to everyone. I mean, you hear about these great leaders that that get taken down, like Abraham Lincoln, like John F. Kennedy. This story it gets repeated throughout history. Um and it, it's honestly fairly easy to transplant it into modern time. So it's been exciting. <laughs> do, you, do you sing in the play? I do. I do sing. What's that like? What's that like singing on stage? Um, yeah. Have you done it before? And, and what, yeah. I've done, I've done a, a lot of musicals. Um, I started in high school. Um, my first ever musical was my freshman year. Uh, it was Tarzan. I didn't play Tarzan. <laughs> I played uh, Kerchak, which was like his gorilla daddy. Um, <laughs> um, put that in your web search history. But anyways... <laughs> But yeah, I've done, and then after that, I kind of found this love for theater, and I've started doing more musicals, and I really found a a really good interest in acting, and I found a lot of success in competitions, doing monologues, and I just, I found out that this is the thing I want to do for the rest of my life, and uh, since I've graduated high school, um, there hasn't been a month where I haven't been in a play, whether it be a play or a musical in which you sing and dance. Um, I would say I'm an actor first, but like, I'm really finding myself as a singer finding my voice but it's scary it's the scariest thing to ever do on stage is to sing in front of people because it's i mean you're super vulnerable um it's good uh this play is kind of uh, is billed as how a loving community forms around uh, jesus's teachings mm-hmm. um talk about how that theme and those ideas come up in the in the in the show well in the beginning uh the cast is kind of this band of misfits that are just kind of pulled from all walks of life in, in modern society. And they're not really a community in the beginning. Um, but through Jesus' charisma and his, his charm, he kind of ushers them together and makes them trust each other and makes them trust him. And so they sort of progress. If the show is done correctly, it, it progresses into a community. And by the end, by the end of the first act, you, you see that. Um, and then the act two is based mostly on how can this community stand through um, through trials and tribulations, through the hardships, and will they at the end stay a community? And I think that's what Jesus' story was all about: was the communion of man, the blood of the covenant. Um, so yeah. from Spruce Creek High School. You're a nursing student now at Daytona State, uh, but you've also built up a resume of performances in the area, uh, both with Positively Florida. Uh, so you played at the stage at Thank You Five in uh, Three Tall Women. Mm-hmm. What is your aspirations with acting? My aspirations for acting um, is just to eventually make a living. 
Um, I mean, a lot of people go into it, you know, wanting fame and fortune. Um, I mean, just statistically, that's, I mean, that's not going to happen for most people, you know, and through hard work and determination, you can, success is, is, is subjective, you know, some people's success is different than another. Some people's success is making a million dollars. Another one is just to be happy and, and to explore roles. And that's what I find as I've grown, you know, a couple years out of high school, that that's really what I yearn for is a juicy role. Like Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, that's a juicy role. I mean, there's so much expectation with it and hopefully I do okay with it. But, uh, but my, I'm, I'm going, I'm nursing. I'm, uh, I'm in nursing right now um, because my mom is a nurse, and uh, logistically, it makes sense to have a, a backup career um, to be a nurse because the hours are very flexible, the pay is very good, and they're always going to need nurses. Um, so that just, in my mind, makes sense to have that kind of career and also be an actor. I'm never going to stop acting. Mm-hmm. With all my nursing school and whatever I'm doing anywhere, I'm always going to be acting, and I know that I'm going to be doing that. Um, so I'm not really worried about it. So even if it continues at like uh, local theaters like this, you want to keep doing that. But ideally, it's it's the dream career. It is the dream career. Yeah, I mean, ideally, I'd like to make money at it one day and just only act, whether it's you know in big projects or in small projects. I mean, that's the dream, man. Where do you see what other kind of roles would you like to tackle, or what other things you would like to do as an actor? Where do you see yourself going from after this play, after Godspell? After Godspell, I mean, I have a couple things lined up. Actually, I'm I'm in uh, the line in winter over in Oviedo, um, but I guess I mean, you mean more long term, right? Either way, yeah. Um, there are, I mean, while I'm young, there's a few roles I'd like to play. Um, I don't, I don't know, but there's nothing stands out in my mind. I just like. I see something and I, I want to do it. And if it's something I've never heard of before, all the better, honestly. What kind, yeah, what kind of roles are you looking for uh, when you... Obviously, Jesus is, is kind of a stand-up, but what kind of <laughs> roles... You said if it's something you want to do, what kind of what stands out to you about a role? About a role? Um, something different. Something hard. Um, I mean, every once in a while, it's nice to get the role that's kind of laid back. And as you mentioned before, I was in Three Tall Women. That was kind of a... uh, It was an intense performance, but it was very laid back. I played a very minor... It was only a four-person cast, three women and one man. Um, And that one male part was very very, uh, low commitment. And it was nice to have that kind of role. But, I mean, not to say it left me bored, but it left me wanting more. And so what I look for in a role is just something interesting, something difficult. And that may be something like Jesus, or that may be something like, I mean, have you ever heard of the play Spring Awakening? Uh, I haven't, no. I recently did it. It's Basically, I played a 14-year-old boy um, that had to deal with his own sexuality in 18th century Germany <laughs> during the Spring Awakening. And... That's just that concept in itself is just amazing, and to tackle something that interesting and that layered, layered is also another characteristic I'd like to look for. Um, just something I mean I don't know I keep saying interesting, but just like just with depth and something I can chew on, you know. You 
mentioned earlier um, your first play at Spruce Creek High School. Uh, how did you get into acting? Uh, what really kind of resonated with you that has uh, made you keep doing it? <laughs> What's that journey been like? Um, well, my very first introduction to acting was kind of funny. Um, so my girlfriend at the time, my freshman year, was... Uh, at Spruce Creek. At Spruce Creek was going to the Tarzan auditions, and I'd seen I had seen the the video advertisements on the morning school news about it, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll go. I was like, no, but then I wouldn't. Um, but she was going to go, and I was like, oh, well, okay, I guess I'll go then. Um, and, but she didn't want me to go. <laughs> I guess she wanted her own separate thing um, away from me. I don't know. Maybe she didn't like me or something. <laughs> but uh, I ended up going, um, and we both auditioned, and. Uh, I think we both got in the play, but she declined the role, and I and I didn't. <laughs> so, um, but in the initial audition, he was he handed me the audition sheet, and I wasn't honestly going to audition, but it was just one of those fifty fifty things, like, and I and I chose to do it. And if I hadn't, maybe I would have never gotten to acting. But I'm so glad I did because it's opened up this whole new avenue. And since then, every show I did, I, I felt like I was getting better and more comfortable and and more inspired by the work and by the end of my sophomore year I knew I wanted to do this for the rest of my life there's no way I couldn't because I mean like I said since I've graduated high school there hasn't been a month I haven't been in a show and maybe I'll get burnt out soon but until then man I'm, I'm, I'm in it I'm, I want, I'm hungry <laughs> Are you or someone you know a Coastal Creator? Artists looking to be featured on future editions of Coastal Creators can email me at austin.foller at news-jrnl.com. Again, that's austin.foller at news-jrnl.com. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.